people dying after their COVID vaccination is exceeding the number of deaths from the virus itself. Taiwan's health authorities say that as of Monday, deaths after vaccination reached 865, while deaths from the virus are at 845. Vaccines currently offered in Taiwan include AstraZeneca, Moderna, Pfizer-BioNTech and Taiwan's own vaccine, Medigen. Out of the 865 deaths after vaccination, over 600 were from AstraZeneca and nearly 200 deaths after Moderna shot.
Thomas Payne podcast on a Monday of a big holiday week as we come up to Thanksgiving, creep up to Thanksgiving, and we'll, we'll try to keep it uh, light on here for this week, <laughs> as light as we can keep it. And we've all been, uh, uh, man, I, I I just remember back to this time last year, and I was like, well, you know, we'll we'll keep it light as we ease into 2022 and try to ramp things up around uh, March and April. Well, we started <laughs> ramping things up in January. We never stopped. So perhaps now we'll pull back a little bit. Perhaps now, not bad advice, I would say, as we uh, launch Thanksgiving, and that comes into Christmas, and then it, uh, oh, Christmas, let me say Christmas, wait a second. You can't handle the truth. You can't handle the truth. You can't, you can't, you can't handle the truth. It was December 24th on Hollis Avenue, the dark, when I seen a man chilling with his dog in the park. I approached him very slowly with my heart full of fear, looked at his dog, oh my God, a ill reindeer. But then I was yelling through the man at a beer, and a bag full of goodies, 12 o'clock at noon. So I turned my head a second and the man was gone, but he must have dropped his wildest back dead on the lawn. I picked the People get upset when you play Christmas music, what the hell? We're close enough, right? I could have played it, you know, around Halloween and sent everybody over the edge, but <laughs> here we are. Uh, we have a lot of stuff for you. Again, this is going to be perhaps pain light. <laughs> As we have a lot of things cooking that this time you're trying to set things up for next year. As Merle Haggard says, if we make it through December, of course, we're not there yet. But we're coming up to it. Um... A pretty good drill we started on Friday's show with Marie Albanese. Uh, what are you happy for? What are you thankful for? Not a bad time of the year to reflect. Is it uh, the glass half empty? Is it half full, et cetera? Some people, of course, are predisposed on that question and answer based on their personalities, but um, not a bad time to uh, take a step back and think about what's going on in your life, the lives of others. Do you? In a place where you're grateful for things and be thankful for things. We tend to, uh, I say we collectively, we tend to think about the things we don't have. And we don't take stock of the things we do have. Okay, this episode of Dr. Phil is now over. <laughs> Yay, shut up. Shut up and make us laugh, newsman. <laughs> it can be a tough crowd <laughs> on here. We have some clips for you. I looked at them briefly, and I... Things to throw into my own. I'm going to reflect on pain.tv as the folks on there are very active this weekend. And a great way to ease into the week. Is anybody even out there listening? I wonder. <laughs> After a big weekend before the Because I smell some weed. Yeah. Someone is smoking. I smell weed. <laughs> Someone is smoking. I, think I smell weed, too. <laughs> I, I, think All right. I think there's been people smoking weed. I don't know. It's just a, <laughs> just a guess. I know that. That some bitch, as Jackie Gleason would say, that some bitch who's running FTX has been smoking weed. <laughs> I told the Young Bucks, I said, do you want stuff on a Sam Bankman fried for Monday's show? I said, yeah, why not? 
we kind of stepped away from it at the end of last week, but they, they said some of the stuff is wild. All right. Send it along. And we'll get to it. We appreciate you folks on Pain.TV, the Pain.TV app, the Hot Wire, top tier on Pain.TV. We've been slinging and swinging all year, uh, hash, slinging hash, the roundhouse wings at the establishment. We're going to continue to do that as we uh, look towards 2023 and the rest of this uh, month and the rest of next month as we're working on the next Hot Wire. And uh, these are timely, and we're focusing on kitchen table items i think in 2023 we're going to hit another gear on hot wire of course i say i think i know we are i just come off as a little humble <laughs> not too braggadocious we tend to let our work speak for itself on this show and i've done that most of my career of course <laughs> nobody out in the mainstream speaks for it so we <laughs> Over the weekend, a lot of people coming back onto Twitter, a lot of the heroes and a lot of the zeros. <laughs> it's a thin line. I just said, I hope Elon allows all the doctors back on who told you the jabs were dangerous a year plus after everyone took them. <laughs> Oh, please let these heroes back on for the sake of humanity. Oh, the humanity. <laughs> Sadly, many people died listening to these idiots. Uh, and many more people would be able to read this if they were alive. Meanwhile, we told you on the Thomas Paine podcast not to jump in the jab pool from day one. Facts matter out here. And we appreciate the folks who reached out to us and said, thank you for having our back out here and our backs. Hey, we're doing it for ourselves. Why not share it with you? Even though we were called a number of nasty things by many people who may not be alive anymore. It's the craziest thing. I, I talk about this in my book when I went undercover at Newark International Airport, now known as Liberty International Airport. And I was able to breach all kind of things. This was 1995. 19, I worked at 1995 uh, into 1996, and the story came out late 1996. So I was primarily working on this 1996. Even my fucking bosses didn't know where I was. I was underground at uh, Newark International Airport. One of the top largest airports in the United States, of course, where some of the so-called hijackers from 9-11 had departed from. And I went undercover looking for airport security lapses. Folks, I know you're enjoying the episode because you keep coming back here, so we must be doing something right. Uh, in order to have a place that you can keep coming back to, we'd appreciate get some skin in the game. We have a hot wire coming up if you don't belong to Paint.tv and Hotwire. You're going to want to uh, the, the next episode because we talked about focusing on your stocks and bonds and, and securities or any investments you may have or may plan to have in this volatile situation, environment, chaotic, turbulent landscape. And so we're going to focus on that. But beyond that, folks have inquired, believe it or not, 
the kind folks who listen to us, how they can help out around here. Well, if you join pain.tv, that certainly helps. But in Hotwire, of course. Other folks who want to kick in can do it on pain.tv slash donate. And, of course, we talked about this on a regular basis. You can leave a, a review on Apple Podcasts. The young folks say that helps. Plain and simple. And share this show with friends of yours and help spread the word so we can keep growing. That's the name of the game. We have to keep growing. We grow organically. We grow grassroots. We grow from word of mouth. And we appreciate you using your words and your mouth to help spread the word about the Thomas Paine podcast. And it's uh, tough sledding these days for truth tellers. It really is. And so we we have embraced that, just like we have many of the challenges since we came back into journalism and remained independent regardless of uh, so many different trap doors and facets and, and uh, challenges and obstacles and roadblocks just with a simple mission to have a show where you can tell the truth and a number of different shows. And we've done that, but it's getting harder for us. So, you know, the drill folks, (laughs) there's a lot of things being bandied around here about whether this show goes behind a paywall or not. So, um, and I've been very open about that. There's no secret. It's not something we want to do, but our hand might be forced. But for now, that's not happening. And I don't ask for much. Uh, but I'm asking you perhaps to get some skin in the game. And you're going to get something out of it, of course, especially if you join Pain.TV. Especially Hotwire, where we say things on there and talk about things on there that we certainly can't say on here any longer on the public side. And that has turned out to be a massive windfall and benefit for folks. And I wish I could play those episodes on here, but I can't. We appreciate your support. If you want to broaden your horizons, intellectually make contacts, learn, and perhaps teach other smart people, that's the place to help out and make sure we keep rolling, rolling along, (laughs) regardless of what roadblocks these folks put in front of us. Uh, With your help, we can overcome And with your support, we certainly have endured. Appreciate it. Take care. I'll turn this off for now because I want to tell you this story. If you haven't read my book, it's in the book, and I talk about it. Just the interesting ebbs and flows of intel and people saying, oh, you don't know what you're talking about with the jabs, and you don't know what you're talking about with the vaccines and with COVID and with the origins and all this stuff. And uh, you don't know what you're saying and you're spreading misinformation. Then boom, your accusers are dead. This isn't new to me. It's nonetheless creepy and haunting, but it's not new. The original creep show, the original freak show was when I went undercover in 96 and was able to gain access to the tarmacs and to cockpits and documented it. We did a big blowout on it. And the airports, of course, like the bridges in the New York metro area are 
maintained and they are governed and run by the Port Authority of New York. So, it caused a great deal of embarrassment for the Port Authority to have a lunatic like me (laughs) walking around doing whatever I wanted to, gaining access to any part of the airport I wanted to because that's that's a gift I have, fitting in, blending in, <laughs> sliding in, slipping in, sneaking in. One of the reasons I said, get the hell out of journalism, son. Come work at Intel. You're already, you are already there. So anyway, I go undercover. It's, my wife is like, when is this story coming out? Yeah, you're never around. You're going to hang around the airport like a hobo. All different terminals. Anyhow. It was a fantastic story and a massive breach. I was convinced I was going to get arrested at some point. But uh, there were a couple of close calls. But anyhow, so everything comes out. Port Authority says there's national news coverage. Port Authority, a man snuck into the airport and did an investigative probe on it. A reporter, et cetera. They said it made the whole thing up. Uh, So come over to... Port Authority headquarters, and we're going to have a little sit-down, a little powwow, find out what this is all about. So we went over, myself and editor, and they said, we think you're trying to make a name for yourself in the city, son. And we think that, uh, (laughs) we think a lot of this is bravado. And uh, what do you think about that? So we're going to come out with a press release and say, yeah, you guys made the whole thing up. You'll never work in this city again. What do you think about that, Mr. Blonde-Haired Big Shot? I said, well, I guess you can do that. And then we'll just go ahead and play the videotapes. (laughs) I said, you you don't think that I was sneaking around without video, do you? (laughs) You think I just fell off a turnip truck? And so that came out on 2000. No, I'm sorry. Of course, we all know 9-11-2001. The report came out on September 11th, 1996. Yeah, you can't make it up. You can't make it up. 1996, September 11th. And then we went through this dog and pony show, and uh, Port Authority finally acquiesced and said, we're going to, you know, we're investigating this, and we're going to tighten controls around all of our airports, JFK, LaGuardia, and Newark, they run all those top airports in the country. And this is preposterous that this, you know, this this individual could do this and breach these things, and we need to tighten things up. It's a dangerous situation. But, you know, behind the scenes, they're like, go fuck yourself, kid, and your stupid newspaper, and uh, you better hope we don't run into you again. So fast forward five years, you got 9-11, 2001. You watch those towers come down. And uh, 40, I think it was 45 people, 45 top-ranking executives at Port Authority were in those offices at World Trade Center. I think World Trade Center won. And that came tumbling down. And so I've seen this before. I've seen executives and I've seen big wigs with 
much more bigger bank accounts and net worth than I'm worth, sit there and tell me I was full of shit. And uh, five years later, they were gone. They were gone. And so I saw a lot of parallels with what we were doing in 2021 up until this point with the jabs. And I just sat back and I said, and I've told Maria a couple of times, it's, it's unbelievable. These guys are just all the same, all the same playbook. You don't have anything. You're wrong, blah, 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 blah. The problem here is, for those folks and for anybody else who doesn't understand what they've gotten themselves into, is that the, the, the game here, certainly for them, is zero-sum. Not for me. I'm not worried about dying from this kind of stuff. I wasn't worried about dying from anything going on in, in the uh, airports after I did the report, right? I knew they weren't going to tighten anything up, but I wasn't worried about it. I did my job. I wasn't worried about uh, going down the tubes from COVID or from the jabs because I didn't go down those road, those routes. Other people, many top folks in Hollywood and, and uh, other places that have attacked myself and other people trying to tell the truth are no longer here. So the zero-sum game for them is death. And uh, that's not a game you want to play. I mean, at least in Russian roulette. You get <laughs> diminished odds of your demise. Not here. Um, it is really stunning. And so I sit back and I, I use the the benefit, I guess you could say no other word, the benefit of time, uh, the gap of time, to look back and, and reflect on what has happened since 2020 and specifically 2021 this time. This time in 2021, as the results were rolling in from people who got the jabs, and we were saying, of course, much earlier, it was a fall. Late uh, summer, actually, before we started saying, hey, there's problems here. But spelling out the problems. We didn't wait for the jabs to come out in December of 2020. To blow the fucking whistle on it. We started talking about it before it and then during it. Say, hey, this stuff is bad news, man. We got some inside intel from FDA, other places. This is bad news. Okay. People, you can listen. We implore, please listen. At least take a couple steps back here. Slow the fuck down. Don't get caught up in this insanity, right? <laughs> they didn't listen. A lot of those folks are gone. And so this plays out over and over and over. And then so you take another step back. That's what you're supposed to do when you reflect. You think about the uh, impact events have had on your life, uh, other people's lives, and then you go back and say, wait a minute. There's a pattern here. It's hubris. It's arrogance. Okay. But it has to relate and do with money. The people telling me that I'm in, I'll never work in this city again type thing. I must be wrong. You're definitely wrong. You're making things up. You'll never work in this city again. They all have a massive financial stake 
and a massive financial operation running. And so a fly in the ointment like me comes along and they just try to poo-poo it, right, because it gets in the way of making money, just like pharmaceuticals, just like transportation, graft, grifting. That's what Port Authority is all about, stealing. Uh, Just, my God, one of the most corrupt organizations ever to exist in the public sphere. Port Authority of New York and New Jersey, my God. (laughs) You can't even begin to cover that, that kind of corruption. There's a financial stake, so these people sell out other people, but you know what they end up and who they end up selling out? Themselves. I forget how many people it was from, from Port Authority that died in the World Trade Center. Collapse, let me look it up. I'll give you some music, fuck it. I, I have it, you know, in my head is 45. I don't know if that's true. So I will look it up. In the meantime, you'll get some music while I do this on the flight. Want more Christmas music? Come on now. Don't be a Scrooge. A blue Christmas without you. I'll be so blue just thinking about you. Well, I had it fucked up. I kind of had it backwards. What did I say? 48? It's 84. 84 Port Authority employees and executives died in the attacks at World Trade Center September 11, 2001. One of the guys from a newspaper called me. Can't tell you where I was. <laughs> but I wasn't far away. The evening of 9-11. And they said, they left a voicemail. I couldn't get the, the call where I was, but I got it a couple days later, I think. No, you know what happened? I came over, back over from the city into New Jersey. I don't know what time it was, 4 a.m. or something. And I caught up. We had Tony the cop on here. And I, <laughs> I caught up with Tony, who was working something else in North Jersey. And um, he let me crash roll out his place. Then I went back. But I was able to check my email. and uh, my, Not my email, my voicemail. Because you can't get any goddamn calls at the time. <laughs> he called me for the newspaper. He said, remember that guy? Remember that prick at Port Authority? I said, yeah. He says, I'm looking at a, a scroll of missing people. And he's on it. I said, well. He's not coming out of there, presumably. They were high up. I don't know what floor they were. Let me look it up. I looked that up, too. <laughs> Walk down memory lane. Not one I'd like to take. Ninth floor, North Tower. So, I've seen this play before, man. And you just gotta 
you know, you read all this stuff from like people like Gandhi and all these cats. I think he was from North Jersey, right, Gandhi? North Jersey. Or does Joe Biden think he runs a Seven Eleven or a Dunkin' Donuts? <laughs> this is what we're dealing with. <laughs> it's actually beyond that. Gandhi and so many other people think have said, when you think you're right about something, stick to your beliefs. Don't worry about what other people say. 